Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, aka Rolski, and I am the host of the Sip and Serve podcast. To my right, Corey with a K. To my left, Uncle Buck is here, and across the table, my main man DG. What up, DG? What's up, Rolski? How it's we good doing? To, it's good to be with you this afternoon. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to have uh, Uncle Buck back with us. <clears throat> so uh, let's get into it. Football season's here, gentlemen. We've mentioned that before. Fall is here. We've already mentioned that too. We're recording on a Sunday afternoon. We got Joe Burrow and the Bengals playing behind us. Glad to have you all here. Um, you know, we said it before. Fall is a big time for football. College football is starting back up. The Big Ten is coming October 23rd, October 24th. We're about three weeks away from that. I mean, we're all excited for that. So let's let's get into the festivities that come with football. Well, I think first and foremost is beer drinking, right? Absolutely. That's beer drinking. That's top of the list. But what's what's the term when you're drinking beer and you're you're, you're prepping yourself for a football game? You got your buddies with you. A little something I like to call tailgating. Absolutely. Uncle Buck's here. Me and him have had a few great tailgate experiences. We uh, we caught a few Ohio State versus Michigan games up in Ann Arbor. And we wanted to, before we get into the main topic of the pod, we want to just, just reminisce on a few tailgating stories. Uncle Buck set the stage. What would you think, what would you call the atmosphere in Ann Arbor? Game morning. Well, uh, let me explain this. Before we went up the first time, you've been there several times. I've was I've never been to Ann Arbor, so I didn't know what it was like. Let's explain Ann Arbor. Like Ann Arbor is like, if you think of a football town, Ann Arbor's it. It's it. The only time I ever hear Ann Arbor mentioned is a Michigan football game. That's it, or you know, basketball game or something like that. But I never hear Ann Arbor as the city talked about unless people are talking about team up north you know what i mean yeah i mean i've never been there i mean they've got brick roads the the main roads down in the middle of ann arbor are brick i mean it's an old school town popping shops all over the place i mean it's just, it's a honestly it's a beautiful place i know a lot of people around here where we're from where we grew up a lot of people don't like michigan so they could give a shit less of what ann arbor's like but but go ahead so it's, I mean, unbelievable. Like you said, it's middle of a small town, really. And then you have a stadium that just 120,000 fans are packed there, right? So then you have parking lot after parking lot. And as far as you can see, it's just RVs, tents, people all over the place just getting lost in the sauce. I mean, just partying, <laughs> yeah. getting ready for the game. I mean, <clears throat> friendly, friendly people. I mean... You might not bring anything to eat. You might bring some tailgate snacks, but it's not uncommon for just a random Joe just to be like, "Hey, man, do you want a cup of you know glass of vodka?" So, so that just miles of people and vehicles, as far as the eye can see, is that more of a is that because you've been up there other times besides Ohio State games, right? Yeah, and that's how it is every Saturday. Every Saturday, even even when they're not playing at home, it's just. I mean, if you think about it, they have two Division One high schools 
that are catty corner from the stadium. So they open those two parking lots up, and it's just strictly for people that want to do tailgating. Yeah. So the first time we went up, great story. First time we went up, we were very excited. We had no idea, you know, well, I was, I had no idea what I was getting myself into. I mean, high state versus Michigan, you think that's like probably one of the most popular rivalries in oh, college yeah. football oh, yeah. history. Oh yeah. So we spent we spent buku money the first year on these tickets. I mean, we were close to the field, man. I, I want to say what were they like four hundred bucks probably a piece. It was a big game, and I mean, Michigan won. They, they weren't, weren't good. even good. Yeah, they weren't even good. So we get going down there, and it was actually I used to be a high school basketball coach. I remember we had to leave after I coached, and I would uh, they came and picked me up, and we went. We just took off four hour drive. I think we got up there around nine p.m. or whatever, nine or ten p.m. And we had this hotel that was connected to a bar. I'm like, this is great. Like, let's just go in here. It was just like your towny sports bar. Yeah, it was just a hotel. And I said, let's, let's just go in here and drink a few beers, and then let's get a bite to eat, and let's go to bed. You knew what that turned into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got four good buddies hanging out in a bar right before High State versus Michigan the next day. I mean, we we turned it on. I mean, we turned it on hard. And it didn't, it didn't help that I think they were serving like $3 pitchers of Bud Light. Yeah, it was the cheapest beer. That I've ever drank. Probably yeah. had roofies in it or something. It all, probably also included. didn't help that all you had to do when you got done drinking was walk upstairs and pass out. Right. And that's the thing. I don't think we could walk. <laughs> so so Walking we, was too too tall of an order. We we got going here and these pitchers, I mean they're it's I don't who has happy hour at ten PM on a Friday, but they do. Awesome. Live music. I mean it was it packed in there? Oh. Yes. Yes. I mean like you said, it was a towny bar, but it was connected to our hotel. Yeah. So it was it was fantastic. We got going. We got going and then we met this guy. One of one of the guys that are with us, we're gonna call him Jay Bear. One of our good friends, okay. Jay Bear. So he he's he's had a lot of pictures to himself. <laughs> so he, he's pretty he's pretty tuned in here. And we meet this guy at the bar and he starts taking to talking to Jay Bear. Me and Buck and our our other buddy Hollywood, he's with us, and we're we're just sitting there, we're we're talking, and we we notice Jay Bear's got this conversation, like serious conversation going at the bar. So I'm like, I'm gonna go save him. Hopefully he's not and you know mouthing this guy or something. So we go up to the bar. You know what they're talking about? This guy says he's got connections to the WWE and he wants to train Jeremy to be a wrestler. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I mean, did you investigate any further? Oh, absolutely. Dude, you know me. I ate that shit up. So, <laughs> so I, you know, I just got my cap on, you know. I'm, I said, I'm just going to mess with this guy. So I'm I'm talking to him, and I want to be Jeremy's manager. I want to be the guy who walks out with the mic. He don't he don't need to be talking, you know. Jay, Jay Bear. You're the hype man. I'm the hype man. I'm, I'm the Paul Heyman of this group. So I said, I, I was, I said, you know what? He'll quit his job tomorrow, and he will be at the training academy on Monday. Whenever you, when it, yeah, I mean, all I need is the information. I'm the hype man. So then he started asking me, "Well, let me hear some mic skills." So I started, <laughs> I started dropping promos on him right there at the bar, right there. The place is packed. I'm dropping promos. Jay Bear, he, 
at this, like I said, he was he was having a lot to drink, and he's just sitting there. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so anyway, we got going. Uh, the WWE thing. We talked to this guy forever. I forget the guy's name, but after that, we went to bed. And I'm gonna let uh, Buck tell you from well, here. I was trying to be the captain of the ship that night, trying to keep everybody. I mean, I wanted to t- keep a, a tight schedule. Kickoff was noon. I wanted to be tailgating by like 5 a.m. Okay, so you're trying to herd these cats to bed so everybody can get up I mean, in the we're, morning. We're enjoying ourselves. I mean, it, I wanted, this is, we're talking 1.32 a.m. The bar's shutting down. We didn't expect the night before to be as off the chains as it was. So we go up to the hotel room and, you know, we're trying to sleep, cleaning up a little bit. All of a sudden... I'm sleeping with Jay Bear. You got Hollywood and Rolski in the other bed. It's just two two queen size beds. And I hear Clay. He's screaming at me. Levi! Levi! What about? What about Levi? So I'm like, what, Clay? And I put my hand down and it just goes into a puddle. I'm like, what the hell? I look up. I said he's pissing! I said he's pissing! Pissing all over me. I look to my right, yeah. and Jay Bear is literally standing over top of me, and he's got his, you know, his piece in between his fingers like a cigar, just pissing all over me. So at this point, I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. So I get up, push him over. He falls into Clay's bed. I grab that mattress, the blankets, throw it on the floor, rip the mattress up falls on the ground and there's probably a 10 inch magnum condom that was underneath the mattress <laughs> full of a man sauce just completely full. <laughs> i don't remember that but and i take this thing and slap him across the forehead with it and it just stuck <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's losing their no, shit uh, you know at this point i mean <laughs> It's it's three thirty four a.m. Uncle Buck wants to be out of there by five thirty. At this point, it's just not going to happen. I mean, it is just not going to happen. And the thing when he flipped that mattress, I didn't know to like be scared of what's getting ready to happen or laugh my ass off. Yeah, I went with the laugh my ass off. I mean, it was, it was, it was, it just happened so quick. He just got mad so quick. He took that mattress and just flipped it up against the wall. You know, we're like, we're, if you're in a hotel room, the TV, and then you got the two beds. I mean, I'm surprised he didn't knock the TV over and everything off the counter right there. Unbelievable. And, uh, I mean, it, it, you know, at the end of it, Jay Bear. <laughs> The one bed is unusable. I'm not sleeping with piss-covered blankets or sleeping in that mattress. So, Jay Bear's at the foot of the other queen-size bed, like a dog. And then you got me, Hollywood, and Clay, like, spooning each other for, I don't know, a couple hours. We tried to get as much. We tried to get as much sleep I think we we ended up sleeping until, like, 7. Yeah. So, we missed it by a two-hour mark. But we still, we showed up and tailgated and had a hell of a time. Great. I think that's when Gardner. Yeah, we yeah. went into overtime. Went for two. We went for two to try to win it, he and threw, he threw the pick. Yeah, 
It's was probably a good, a good thing they did lose because I don't know if we would have made it home if they would have won. We would have stayed. Yeah. <laughs> was that the year you saw Jabril Peppers at the B-dubs after? That was two years yep. after uh, that. This is where this story comes into play. Okay. So that's story one. We got Jay Bear going to try out for the WWE in a towny bar in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And then we got our piss accident. So going up, moving on. Story number two, same, same, same setting, same everything, but me and Uncle Buck's wives are with us this time. We took the ladies with us. Okay. We go to the same tailgate place. I mean, we're there early this time. We didn't, we didn't go to the mom and pop shop hotel, you know, the, the bar beforehand. We did go out to eat. We got a good bite to eat, you know. Learn your lesson. Everybody's in bed early. Yes, everybody went to bed early. So we get up. We're down there early. And the thing about this year, it's so cold this year. The first time we went, it wasn't bad. It's probably like 40-something. This year, it's it's like 10 degrees outside. I mean, it, I mean, we're freezing cold. So anyway, go to the same location to tailgate. And uh, Jay Bear, he knows a bunch of guys down here this year. Some guys came up from Ohio. And uh, Michigan, their friends, they met at the tailgate. They had like RVs. They had it. I mean, they had the tailgate set up. So, you know, we get down there. And then that's when the magic started happening this year. I mean, everybody was drinking. Everybody was having a good time. And this guy, he just, I don't I have no idea who he was. I have no idea what his name is. I don't even know if any of us know him. Comes up with like the biggest bottle of Grey Goose I've ever seen in my life. I mean, I, you know, you got, I know you got fish, you got liters, you got half gallons. Yeah. This, this was like a $120 bottle. I know what, I know. I've seen those at bars, like on shelves at bars before. It's like a, it's, I never even it, knew you could buy them. Yeah. It's not a half gallon. I think, I think it's a gallon or more. Yeah. I mean, this thing is huge. Yep. I know exactly what so you're talking about. So he just, he, and he's got a package of red solos. So he starts passing out the cups, and I mean, this guy is just pouring. He's not just giving like a shot. He's no. filling the entire glass up. With <laughs> filling gray the goose. entire glass up with Grey Goose and just straight Grey Goose. Straight. Jeez. But they had, I mean, the list goes on the amount of liquor that this guy had. Nicest guy you could ever talk to. I mean, he didn't know me from Adam and Eve, and he's just passing the entire group out just cupfuls of alcohol. And then that's when. The temperature, it was cold. It was, but we were warm. We you see, you, your body just got so warm after that. Like I, I mean, I we could have probably ran around in tank tops after that point. Oh yeah, I mean we're sitting. I mean everybody did. It wasn't. It wasn't just us. I mean it was the whole party. This guy's just going around just, just great goose vodka. That's, that's the thing. Like I've never personally, Corey with a K. Have you been in a tailgate at a high state game for anything? Yeah, yeah I've been. Are they there a are they times. nice? Probably to me because I'm wearing Ohio State stuff. Exactly. That's the difference between, I can say honestly, between Ohio State fans and Michigan fans. Bless their hearts. I mean, Ohio State roots for a winning squad. We really don't get that opportunity often. <laughs> That's true. But if you're a Ohio State fan at a big house tailgate, they treat people mm-hmm. with the most respect. Yeah, we walked up in there with our wives, Ohio State fans, and they were like, bring them in. Bring them in. I mean, they gave them a little bit of shit. I mean, but nothing, you know. Nothing savage at all. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure they knew we were going to lose by 40. Yeah. Well, yeah, we did that year. We That's got when Zeke, yeah. Zeke went Zeke off. took off on us that year. So we're at the tailgate. We're drinking all this vodka, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, it's time to go. It's time to get into the game. 
we were having such a good time at the tailgate. I mean, usually we're in the big house early, you know, at our seats. We walked in. I think there was like five minutes on the warm. I mean, five minutes before game time. Five minutes is left on the clock, and we're just now walking in. So, me and Jay Bear are everybody else is in front of us. I mean, we're 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 Let's just say we're struggling to get to the stadium. And okay? we were we were sneaking in. You know the plastic bottles of vodka. I mean, all they do when they pat you down is they just you know check your. Whatever. Make sure you don't have a weapon on you. Exactly. So, and, I mean, all of us went in there, pockets deep of just like the the just half, just the just pint. The, yeah, it's it's like a it's like it's like a dollar at the liquor store bottles. or whatever. Yeah. So, I mean, like he said, we've got pockets full of these. We're having a great time. I'm struggling to get in, and the thing I wasn't struggling as much as Jay Bear. So we get up there. We're standing in line to scan the tickets, and I'm telling you, it's taking everything I got to keep this guy up. <laughs> I mean, he, and he's a big dude, too, and he's struggling. I mean, he's swaying. I'm just like, just lean on me, man. Like, don't just just put put, put your arm around me. So yeah. he, he's sitting there with his arm around me. <laughs> so we get up to the guy who skated the tickets. He don't know where his ticket's at. So he's got one arm around my shoulders. He's fl- looking. Uh, he has no oh, idea. Oh, man. And I'm. <laughs> And I, I got my ticket. He's scanned. And he's like, go ahead. Go ahead. You ever seen the movie Weekend at Bernie's? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it, it's like, well, I can't go because if I go, this guy's going to fall over just lay right here in front of everybody. So we finally, I mean, it was a shit show. After we got his ticket scanned, finally found it, got it scanned, went through the gate. And, I mean, everybody's got that feeling. Whenever you've been participating in a few drinks, you got that pee sensation. You know when you you're riding in a car, maybe after an Uber at a night a night out, and you're just like, man, I can't wait to get home, and because I got to pee. Yeah, like you got to pee bad. That's what hit us as soon as we got through the gate. The line was a mile long. I tell you what, waiting in line, I've never had to pee so bad in my life. I was almost willing to go to jail because I. Might have just had to go over to the bush. I was this close to saying, I can't do this. I'm going to see there. I pee yeah. my pants right here, right. right now in front of all these people, or I go over to that bush and risk it all and maybe go to jail. Yeah, I mean, that those are your only options at that point. It's and either that or, or soil your drawers. It was, I'm telling you, I've never been so close to just saying hell with it and just peeing my <laughs> pants. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I've been there. And and Jay Bear, he's standing right behind me, and I'm telling you, it. I had to smack him a few times in the face because he was literally about just to drop his drawers and pee. Right, he wasn't going to pee his pants. He was going to drop his drawers and pee right there in line. He wasn't like he wasn't peeing his pants. So you know, I had to get a hold of him. I said, "Hey, get with it here. You can't do that." Yeah. So, anyways, we finally made it. High State, Michigan. So you got him in there. You got to your seats. Because I'm sure you had to like go either upstairs or down some stairs. That year, we were like seven rows deep in the end zone. Yeah. So, we, yeah, in Great. the big house, you have to walk down. You're Great walking seat. down yeah. in the big house. So, we were right in the end zone. and We're pushing people to the side. Jay Bear's stumbling I around. mean, we were in the student section. Yeah. So, you can imagine that. I mean. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
I had, let's just say, it wasn't just him. It was me, too. I mean, there was a bunch of, hey, I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. Oh, I'm sorry. 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 <laughs> the whole way down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyhow, those are a few tailgate stories. High State versus Michigan, you know, it's been a few years, Buck. We're not going to make it this year, but hopefully if COVID-19 is over, we can get back up there and continue that tradition. For sure, 2021 is a must-have. We've already talked about it. Yep. Let's get into it. Count me in. You, you're coming. I want to come. DG, Corey with K, are we taking the sip and serve pod up? Yeah, man. How about we do a live sip and serve pod from pregame at the tailgates? Fantastic be, idea. Cool. Here we go. 2021, look out. The tree's lit. Drinks are cold. The mics are hot. Let's get into the main segment this week. We've been talking tailgates. We've been talking college football. NFL's on. We're going to do something you all enjoyed the fast food fantasy draft. Well, we got something here for you that I think you also enjoy. In celebration of all the football talk, we're going to do a game day foods fantasy draft. Game day foods fantasy draft. Now, don't get me wrong. We're not there's a difference between tailgate food and a game day food. Right. So, when you think tailgate, you're thinking basically just burgers, grill, grill dogs. food. Yeah. Just, just straight grill food. We want to do game day food because there's more of a selection. So we're going to say, say Ohio State versus Michigan is happening. And you're going over for kegs and eggs before the game. You're over there at 9 a.m. What do you want on that table the day of the game? Right. All I, I mean, we're drafting. Everybody's got five picks each. We're going four rounds. Five, no. Yeah, five rounds, four picks per round. Fantasy football draft. I believe we did the draw, and Corey with a K is going to lead us off. So, Corey, you are officially on the clock for the first pick of the Sip and Serve Pod Game Day Foods Fantasy Football Draft. All right, with my first overall, I thought it was kind of easy, and I am going to select pizza no surprise here yeah i mean who doesn't like a nice cheese pepperoni pizza yeah i I like pizza but not on a game day that wasn't even on my long list are you serious yeah that's crazy not on what take your pizza when i go to cincinnati like if i i usually try to go down once once a year and on my way home if i'm not stopping at la rosa's to get some pizza i'm pretty mad yeah i mean i'm 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 with corth k on this one i love pizza at game day all right. I, me and Uncle Buck, Friday night, he was over here. We had pizza watching the Lakers game. I mean, that's my game. I mean, it's just easy. Everybody likes it. I mean, I can't believe that wasn't on your list, DG. Nope. Uncle Buck. What the hell? All right. So, the number two pick belongs to Uncle Buck. I'm going to go ahead and sign my card. I'm going to go with the walking taco. Man, either the Fritos or the Doritos. Yeah. So basically, it's a taco in a bag. Exactly. Right. Remember walking the, the taco. Pee-wee days at the oh concession stand. That was it. That was a staple. So that's my number one tailgate. Taco in a bag. You got chips, ground beef, lettuce, cheese. What else? A little bit of sour cream. A little bit of sour. A little, it, yeah. little dabble. A little well, bit of salsa. What really makes it, I was getting ready to say, you need a little bit of salsa and maybe some uh, Frank's Red Hot. 
Oh, that'll bring it together. Yeah. So we got pizza number one, Corey the K number two, Buck Taco in a bag. DG is now on the clock with the third pick. Number one on my list is going to be chips and chip dip. Okay, so chips and dip? Chips and dip. Chips and dip. All right, we're going to go with chips and dip. Explain a little bit more. Okay, well, Kamish, I was going to ask if I need to specify the dip or if if you're just good with dip as a blanket statement. I like... It's 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 kind of risky to say chips and dip because there's other kinds of dip. There's that, multiple dips. I need to know what you're dipping it in. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm going buffalo chicken dip. Okay, chips and okay. buffalo chicken. All right, dip. I'm that's, gla- that's a meal on its own. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you said that because that was on my list to draft. Okay, was buffalo chicken. Dip. Well, not anymore because <laughs> chips not and anymore. buffalo chicken dip is a, it could be an appetizer. Um, it could be a dessert. It could be a little halftime snack. Buck said it could be its own meal. And I, and I agree with him, you know, get, get the ladle, get some of that out of the crock pot, slap it down in the bottom of your bowl, crumble some chips up, sprinkle them on top and get a spoon. That's all you need. Here's, here's the funny stuff. My wife makes a pretty mean buffalo chicken dip, right, DG? Yeah. Oh, how, yeah. How many times have you been over to the house and the game's going, heat of the moment, you know, drive's going on, and he's over at the island where the buffalo chicken dip is, pretty yeah. much with a spoon. My hunger doesn't know <laughs> what point the game, it doesn't pay attention to the score at, or the drive. At that point, the chips aren't even, they're not even needed. He's just with his hands. <laughs> it's, uh, the chips... <laughs> The chips are like a garnish you put on top, like green onions on a baked potato at that point. I've known DG for a long time, and I tell you what, I've never seen someone with a bigger plate at a tailgate party than DG. Smashes everything. And the thing is, he's got cookies on top of his buffalo chicken dip. He don't get another plate. They're on top of his chicken dip. (laughs) I eat it all, man. I don't discriminate. Great pick. Rolski is now on the clock with the number four pick. I can't believe you buffoons left chicken wings on the table at number four. I thought it was the top two for sure. I thought it was pizza and chicken wings. I thought it was gone. Chicken wings, 100%, has got to be at the tailgate party. I don't care if you get them from Roosters, wherever, wherever you're close to. Your local wing joint, uh, the dock. Everybody loves the dock wings here in our local town. Old Canal Smokehouse. We got all kind of places for chicken wings in our small town. Yep. Get them for the party. Me, personally, I like the Roosters Bone-In with hot donkey mix. Had them the other day. Great. Chicken wings, number four pick. And... I'm back on the clock in this snake draft. Here's another one, boys. Football fall. It's cold outside. Let's let's say it's a November day. Ah, shit. Let's say it's a November day. I know where this is going. You got the crock pot out. How about a big old bowl of chili? Ass. Chili. (laughs) Cheese on it. Some hot sauce in it. Some crackers. Get yourself a peanut butter sandwich and a freaking bush light. Let's roll. I was going to add this. 
there's people that do their recipes and they actually put peanut butter in the chili. I believe that. Really? Oh, yeah. Haven't I've, had I've it. I've never heard of that. Haven't had it, but I feel like that could just take it to a whole different level. You got a little spice with the chili, some thick and robust, and then you got a little bit of sweetness with the peanut butter. I think that, yeah, that makes total sense to me. I'll tell you what, I had it this week for the first time. Me and Rick just got done doing our hunting podcast on a Twisted Tuesday edition. Ricky. I, we just, me and my wife, we just spun up a pot of chili this week. Deer meat. Yep. Deer chili. I remember getting that text from you. Hey, come on over early if you want some deer chili. Yep. I mean, it, it was great. Yeah. So that's that's a staple for me. That's, so it's I got solid. Number solid four, pick. I got chicken wings. Number, uh, the my second pick, I got a pot of chili. Now, I believe, DG, you are up. Oh, yeah, going back. Okay. Yep, snake draft. My next pick is, um, I'll be honest, you took my second and third choices right there, bam, bam, back to back. So my next my next one I had on my list, and this is going to be, I don't know, pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. I think that was on Buck's short list. He, we were talking about it last night. It we, wasn't going one. I wasn't taking it one, but it, up there, it was there. Yeah. yeah. There. So uh, I should have traded up. Explain pigs in pigs in a blanket. So the way I like them, it's basically just some type of a hot dog wrapped in some type of a like a breading. But uh, the way I like them, my mom when she made them, she would cut up, take a like a hot dog or a little smoky, cut it in half. Cut a slit in the top, throw some Velveeta, some chunks of Velveeta cheese in there, and then she would uh, get out some like Pillsbury Crescent Rolls, roll those up into Crescent Rolls, and throw a big pan of them in the oven. You, they come out. I mean, you can eat them on their own. They're really good that way. If you want to throw a little mustard ketchup on top, you can do that. We always had them with chili, so what I like to do was take them and dip them in my chili. Now we're talking. I know a lot of people like hot dogs and chili. I mean, chili cheese dogs. So, great pick. Pigs in a blanket. Moving on. Buck, you're up. Uh, I'm going with jalapeno bacon-wrapped poppers. I know you love the jalapenos. <laughs> but it's not the store-bought. They're not poppers. This this has got to be, you know. A legit, legit pepper? jalapeno pepper. So, you got to make it fresh. Wine and dine. Bacon wrapped, Philadelphia cream cheese. Let that thing toast up, and it's yeah. just it's got the heat and the sweet again. Yep. So it's my yep. number two. Number two, jalapeno popper, homemade, bacon ra- wrapped bacon. in bacon. Ra- wrapped in bacon. All right, I got it wrote down here. Good pick. One of my one of my choices too. Corey with a K. Second round, pick number four. All right, I'm going to go with. I think Subway has them, but I've had them from multiple different places. But they're just like the big six foot like Italian sub. Okay. Just where you can cut little slices off. You just bring a big sub in a box. Everyone gets a little piece of sub. Man. So, so just like an Italian little happy sub. Happy Gilmore action. Yeah. So let, let's just can we say a uh, just just for the listeners? Let's can we say like a a mini sub, an uh, Italian yeah mini sub. Yeah, just like the the. Hey, big it was on my list. Oh, but the yeah. thing is, I'm not a big Italian guy. How about just some turkey? Uh, yeah, just any yeah, sub. Yeah. I just, let's Italian just say, came to mind Let's just first. say cold cut mini sub. There you go. All right. Yeah, I'm with that. That yeah. was on my list. Yep. You're back to back. You got. Yep, I got another one. Yep. So another one I'm going to use is, these are more probably for like 
when you're at a bar and just a quick bar food appetizer more than like if you're going tailgating with some stuff because they kind of get a little soggy after a while but fried pickles fried pickles you like the chips or the spears chips spears suck me too (laughs) we were actually out and we were talking about our colorado trip and that was probably one of my favorite things i had was at breckenridge they they had these spicy pickle chips at breckenridge oh they were so good dip them yeah, dipped them in ranch. Nice. I oh, think that's going to be a very popular opinion yeah. when Who people when like people those? vote on this. Yeah. Everybody loves fried pickles. I love fried pickles. Now we got Uncle Buck. So, I'm going to do it like this. Ham and cheese party sliders on Hawaiian bread. <laughs> rules oh my that was on my list too man i, I see mean your, these are all great picks. i see your mouth i mean it's <laughs> dude that sounds good right now yeah i wish we had them for this podcast that sounds mm-hmm. good anytime oh yeah so hawaiian mini roll ham and cheese, ham and cheese sliders they kind of just rolls. bake them bake them or broil them i forget how yeah, you usually throw many of them and then on top you put like garlic bread and parmesan yeah, yeah. Get that, you get that melty cheese in there that's something easy i can even make those do they good. do they melt butter on top of them buns because put, yeah. you can oh. you usually put, put some kind of like spread a, on top it's of a them. garlic butter oh, recipe man. i've seen recipe it's usually garlic butter and a little sprinkled parmesan it's good Hey, yeah, I mean, there's no free advertisements on this podcast, but I'm telling you what, Mike's Red Hot, that shit is good on everything. Frank's? Frank's, Frank's. not Mike's. Mike's. What the hell? That's a, that's a knockoff Aldi brand. Who the hell's Mike's, Mike? Mike's yeah. And where is this hot, so, hot sauce of his I've never had? Damn it, Mike. Frank's Red Hot, that shit's good on everything. Hey, put it on your Hawaiian mini roll ham and cheese sliders. I'm down for it. DG, pick number three. In the third round, what you got? So we, you talked about the getting the crock pots out, right? You know, cold. There's a little bit of a bite in the air. November, October weather, maybe early December. Um, there's a lot of good crock pot recipes out there for game day meals. I'm gonna go with meatballs, crock pot meatballs. Yeah, I mean, once again popular opinion i mean we're, we're drafting the most popular foods for game day yeah and everything that we've drafted so far i've had on my list there's not one i haven't had right so meatballs you, yeah meatballs now here's what i like about when you when you go to like somebody's house to watch a game and there's a lot of food you know you you, you need more than just one crock pot of meatballs and I like it when there's a variety, when you got like three or four different kinds to pick from because of the sauce. The sauce is key. The sauce can vary so much. It can be like a like a sloppy joe type of sauce. It could be more like barbecue based. And then with barbecue, like it could be a little sweeter or a little spicy. Have a little more kick to it. Yes. So meatballs is a big one that I you guys know me. I like to indulge in some meatball eating. I didn't know eating. this until re- like recent recent. But you can actually make a sauce with jelly for your meatballs. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Had no those, idea. Those are usually the better ones. That's See, that, I'm more of a marinara. That's that sweetness. That's that sweet. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I'm, I'm, I mean, I like, I like meatballs, but if I'm gonna eat them, it's got to be marinara sauce. Like a more of a marinara, yeah. a little spicier, a little more basil in there. Okay. More of the, more of the Italian side of meatballs, right? The marinara. Sure. Okay. Gotcha. So here we go, Roski. Third pick or third round, fourth pick. I'm gonna go with a homemade 
Stromboli. Mm. Was on my list. So basically, it's just it's it's basically like a calzone, but it's cut up into slices. Cheese. I like cheese, pepperoni, and banana peppers in mine, honestly. And then you just dip it in pizza sauce. Homemade Stromboli. Shout out to our local pizza shop here in Frankfurt, Ohio. Great Stromboli. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great Stromboli. So Stromboli's mine. Pizza sauce. I mean. My wife makes a killer homemade stromboli. I love it. We're going to have to have her make it for the podcast. Yeah, where's one that? <laughs> Dang it. Dude, my mom makes some stromboli, but it's buffalo chicken stromboli. So t- th- think, buffalo, think buffalo chicken. Dip. That didn't make your list? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It made my list. Okay. But stromboli, stromboli. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to pick that one now, but. But take buffalo chicken dip and put it inside a stromboli. Wow. I had one Thursday. I've never G- had it. GW, or GW Grinders in Columbus has one. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Buffalo chicken stromboli. Stromboli. I mean, I love pizza stromboli, too. Yeah. Like, with yeah. the cheese and the pepperonis. and Yeah, but buffalo chicken strombolis. Don't sleep on it. I'm going to have to add that to my list. Never had it. So I'm back-to-back picks in the snake draft. It is round number four, pick number one. I'm coming with something simple. And I feel like at all the tailgates, this is present. I'm surprised. I'm really surprised it hasn't been drafted yet. I'm just going to go with chips and salsa. Chips and salsa. The tortilla chips with salsa. I like more of a spicy salsa myself, like a hot chips and salsa. I'm keeping it basic, but I think that, I mean, I feel like that's a good pick. Versatile. Yeah. It's on my list. Yeah, you can't go wrong there. DG, you're up. <clears throat> so, uh, I think just about every pick that I've made so far, there's been some meat to it. You know, it's got the, you got the protein, but I, so I'm going to go away from that in my next, with my next pick. Uh, just classic. All American side dish, another crock pot product, macaroni and cheese. Mac and cheese. Mac- macaroni and cheese. And again, you know, we got, there are options. Are we going shells and cheese? Are we going elbows? Are we going tortellini? You know, what kind of cheese are we throwing I'm in there? Say, what kind of cheese? Are you going to throw in some Wisconsin sharp cheddar? Are you just going to go with the mix maybe throw some mexican shredded cheese in there let that melt and simmer around a little bit are we going to put a little spice with it maybe a few dumps of of franks in there you know give it a little kick i mean all kinds of great ways to prepare mac and cheese as long as it's not smoked or as long as it doesn't have pineapples in it (laughs) yeah absolutely moving on mac and cheese great pick i mean it's popular on this podcast awesome pick dg moving on uncle buck I'm going, I'm staying with a bacon themed. Okay. And this, I mean, this is, this is a risk. This is an outlier. So, really? Yeah. Bacon wrapped water chestnuts. Wow. That, I mean, that, that is, that, I mean, that's out there. I've never had one. I can tell you that. I've had oh, them. They're awesome. <sighs> I think I've had them at your house. Somebody had them at their wedding in the last couple of years. I can't remember. Like a little hors d'oeuvre. Awesome. Yeah. Bacon wrapped water chestnuts. What do they taste like? I I couldn't tell you. I mean, it's just like an angel just. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> this is random. But what what are are those? What you call mountain oysters? Aren't those like a a no, that's a bison I, testicle or like a cow testicle or something? Yeah. yeah. 
This is an actual rock, like rock, uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. Rock, whatever. I mean, some kind of oysters. Some some kind of testicle from some kind of animal. It's a bull bull testicles, oh, I think. Okay. So that's that's what I thought of when you said this, but it's it's a water chestnut. What the hell's a water chestnut? It's, I think it's like seasonal, like typically around like uh, Christmas. A lot of people serve that stuff. Yeah, like I have no idea what the hell a water chestnut is. Well, it's not a nut, as the name would imply. I'm pretty sure it's not a it's not a nut. DG's looking <laughs> it up. We'll move on. DG, let us know. Sorry, come back, this. come back with the answer for that. Sorry for this. The stump, the, the stumper, com, the, conf, the, the confusion here. <laughs> I, got, I don't know I what the it. hell it is I'm eating. I, I just got eat it. it. DG's got it. Uh, it's not a nut. It's an aquatic vegetable um, that grows underwater in the mud, actually. Oh, fantastic. But but it's got kind of not a carrot, but when you bite into it, like it's got some crunch to it. Wouldn't mm-hmm. you agree? Yeah. And it's got kind of like a really a really dull sweetness to it, but you throw that bacon flavoring in with it and there's like some caramelization that goes on in the whole process it just it's phenomenal i'm glad i'm glad we got uncle buck on this podcast because this dude he can he can cook man like he knows what he's doing in the kitchen around i remember what what did a few weeks ago that you told me that he invited you over for supper just because he wanted to cook for you yeah (laughs) yeah he just called me up and said hey man come on over i'm gonna cook his dinner I mean, give me who's the last friend that got a hold of you and said, "Hey, come over, I'm making dinner." Right? <laughs> Can't remember. So I loved it. So I got over there. What do we, I mean, you grilled up a couple of steaks and they just I didn't even have to chew them. Like they just you put set them on your tongue and it just kind of melts. Could have cut it with a spoon. Oh man, it was so good. What you else, made some what, other stuff. What were too. your sides? Uh, I, mean, I think I'm, we, I, I, think we a, I think we had a sweet potato. Some broccoli, maybe. Sweet. We steamed some broccoli. Yeah, we steamed some broccoli. That was my contribution. But uh, this Fancy. dude was on the grill, and you made some chicken, and you whipped up some kind of... Marinade. Some kind of marinade, and you were you were dousing that hey, while when, it was on the grill. And you got the this, brush? Do you use the brush? Oh, I use everything. <laughs> the only thing I don't use Fancy. is an apron. I just... <laughs> yeah. If it gets on me, I just eat it up. Yeah, so, don't matter. But, but he'll, just, he'll just pop open a cabinet, and, you know, you got all kinds of seasonings and rubs and all kinds of stuff up there and he'll just you know, oh, let's take a little of this a little of that and let's get in the get in the refrigerator get the peanut butter out and then we'll get the lazy susan we'll get some honey and and then just bop 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 and like i'm like he just seems like he just kind of whatever he's feeling like but let's just say when when i cook anything in the fridge is fair game anything in the the lazy susan like dg said it's fair game so it's i mean it's kind of like i'm a mad scientist in my lab working Trying this, trying that. And I think I blew his mind when I put honey on the sweet potato. Honey on the sweet potato. The out, inside or just the outside? The outside of it, it wrapped in foil, butter, and brown sugar. Yeah. And just let that cook on a low heat on the higher rack. That was almost like dessert. It wasn't even like a side. <laughs> Sounds good. I'm not a big sweet potato guy, but I mean, I can see it. I remember you telling me about the sweet potatoes. DG has brought this up before. Yeah, they're that good, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's they're a great they're a great side dish. If you can get in the sweet potatoes, then they're pretty good for you too. Corey with K, you're up next. All right, I can't believe these are still available, but I will take a cheeseburger. A cheeseburger. I mean, we're, we talked earlier yeah. about the difference between a tailgate and a game day food. Cheeseburger is both of them. Either oh, yeah. either one. Both either of one. them. 
Yep, I'll take one. Whether it's somebody grilling just a bunch of frozen ones and you just grab a, uh, a bread, a bun, and some cheese, or if it's a nice fancy one at a restaurant. I was I mean, about, I was about to ask you good. what 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 do you want on your cheeseburger? Uh, cheese is just fine. Really? I mean, I can I can just eat it plain. Yeah, if it was a little salt and pepper, maybe on the on the burger, nothing special. Really? I'm more of a when I eat a cheeseburger, I want pickles. Yeah, I, can, yeah. I want ketchup. I want mustard. And maybe a little bit of onion, some lettuce. That's all I need. I'm not too fancy. I don't. I'm not a tomato guy. No tomato on my hamburger. You got anything? Oh, I was just gonna say. Uh, I'm a. I, I I was raised on Miracle Whip. Okay. So I like a little Miracle. Whip. I know a Whip. lot of people like that on their burgers. I like Miracle Whip and ketchup, and if it mixes together, good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, cheeseburger is a great one. Great pick. Back to back. Uh, uh, the second one, I think I'm going to go with a dessert and just do nice something simple. I'm just going to do a chocolate chip cookie. Chocolate chip cookie. You stole it. Man. Is it really? I mean, I, I wasn't I, going chocolate chip cookie, but I was going DG's mom's cookies. Oh. For sure. Oh. Oh. <laughs> dude. Great pick. I mean, like I said, I mentioned it earlier. DG's all about the desserts. Mm-hmm. And he, like I said, he's throwing it on top of his food. He's not getting two <laughs> plates. He might eat his cookie first over top of his buffalo chicken dip. Oh, yeah. Do you have any any preference of the order? I mean. Oh, no. You could eat a cookie before a bowl of no, chili? No, I could eat it. Yeah. If they give me a cookie first, it's not going to hurt me. I'll eat it first. Okay. See, <laughs> I, I get picky about that. If I'm eating dessert, it's got to be last. I can't mix it up. I just can't. I can't go from sweet to something else. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of the same. I got to eat my like my main food first, then get the sweet later. But once that initial dessert time has transpired, you bet your ass I'm coming back to that dessert table. I mean, five six times till the end of the game, and then I'm only not going to come back to it because I probably left and I and I can't. <laughs> So you don't, you don't leave it. So there's no going back. Yeah, I pretty much, I'll situate my chair to watch the game <laughs> near it. And if anybody comes, I mean, you know, I've, I've told people who have come to the dessert table, I'm sorry, but you've no more seconds for you. You've already had enough. <laughs> I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Uncle Buck, last pick. What you got? This is it? This is it. Ah. <sighs> I'm going with one that I enjoy a lot. I don't get to do it for my sake often, but I'm going bigger than the chicken wing. I'm going the turkey leg. The turkey leg. The The whole leg. The whole leg. You bite into that thing and the the lick was just, I mean, I don't even care what I look like when I'm eating that. It's just the flavor. You don't even need a sauce. You just mount down on it. That big old... Renaissance fair size turkey ex, ex, leg. The big, I mean, yes. And then it gets to the point, the meat's gone, and I'm sucking the marrow out of the bone. Yeah. <laughs> Just chewing on it. Just chewing like, like a, a dog. dog. Like a dog. The rest of the game. The dog days. Great pick. Hey, before we move on, have you guys ever had a deep fried turkey? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I before last year, it was a tailgate. I got a frozen turkey left over. I think actually my company that I worked for gave it to us for Christmas. Yeah. So I had a turkey 
and we didn't cook it for you know Thanksgiving or whatever or Christmas. So I had it the following year. I said, hey, I got to get rid of this turkey. So I took it out to the local local establishment I usually go to called La Barn, and we deep fried this turkey for the first time. I've never I've never ever had it. And I tell you what, I prefer it over a cooked turkey in the oven. I'll bet. It, I mean, it is so good. I'll bet. So like the whole turkey just has like a like a layer of yeah the skin is like that skin on it yeah it's deep fried yeah mm. crispy great yeah I recommend if you've never had one try it that I just I heard it's dangerous it is it is that's, that's why I've never that I don't shit trust was everywhere the oil gets hot and it can go all over the place. yeah I don't Dude, trust it myself went, we made a we I mean we we had a few mistakes we had we had hot oil everywhere yeah but. The finished product, and then they say don't stick it in there frozen. No, no, no. You yeah, gotta it'll let it blow up, up yeah. right? It'll blow up because it gets too. I'm not sure if we did that or not. Time. I can't really remember, but yeah, you gotta have it thawed out for a little you, bit. You would have known. If yeah. You... <laughs> okay, so yeah, it probably wasn't frozen. Okay, so DG, you're up. So uh, my last pick this is my last pick, right? Last pick. Um, I'm gonna go veggie tray. Just, mm. just give me a tray, some carrots, some celery, some, you know, bell peppers, um, you know, radishes, whatever, whatever you got. So, uh, with some ranch in the middle or sometimes the, um, like the green onion and sour cream dip is pretty good, but that's just something number one that makes me feel less guilty about all the other things I'm eating throughout the day. I feel like if I have a few carrots, everything's fine, and I didn't really, I didn't really eat all that. Your other eyes will stuff. be glowing, right? And um, but it's something you can just every trip by the table, whether you're going to the bathroom, or you got to run in the kitchen and get something. Every trip by, stop, get you a couple of dips of some celery, get you get you a dip or two of of a carrot, you know, have a bell pepper in your mouth, and you know what blows my mind? You can just keep coming back to it. Is the price. Of, of a, veggie, a veggie tray. Of a veggie tray. So expensive. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're so expensive. Upwards of like twenty some dollars for a veggie tray. Yeah. <laughs> They'll upcharge you like eight bucks, and all you had to do extra was find the right plate, buy some ranch, and chop them up. Now I'm with you. Veggie tray. Great pick. This is the last pick. This is round five, pick number four. I'm on the clock. And I thought you were going to steal mine right there, DG. You said tray. I'm going to go with the cheese in the meat tray. You got all the kind of different cheeses. You got Colby. You got pepper jack. I mean, you got it all. And then you have pepperoni on the tray. You also have, you know, the diced up pickles on the tray. Oh, yeah. You've also got crackers on the tray. And the staple to the tray is the little mini sausages, the round ones. I about, I about made those an earlier pick with the crock pot. Crock pot weenies. Yeah, the, the beanie weenies. Okay. But, but they, you want them cold. These are cold cuts. Yep. The sauce, the little sliced sausages. Yep. I mean, I'm about like you. I just walk by. I'm like, okay, give me a piece of pepper jack cheese with a cracker, and then I'm going to put the sausage in my mouth at the same time and just have like a little little sandwich like kinda. a little festival yeah. in your mouth yeah yeah just the flavors are just popping you know when uh, i used to work at a when i was in college i worked at this little banquet hall on the weekends and uh they would have those 
those out all, all the time for all these wedding receptions and grab parties and stuff. And anytime we brought one from the floor out to the back of the kitchen because it was almost empty, we got whatever was left over. And a lot of these cheese trays, they got like a like a cheese dip in the middle, like a pimento cheese or something. You take a, a cube of cheese, you dip it in the cheese. Cheese on cheese, that's a game changer. Really? That's a game changer. Cheese on cheese. So that's it for the the game day food fantasy football draft. Fellas, everybody made great picks. What didn't make the list? What are a few things you guys had on your list that you just it just didn't make it? I got one that I'm pretty disappointed none of us got on there. That's just a hot dog. See, I had that too. But I I'm gonna I like my hot dog a little different. I'm not a big hot dog guy with just like a ketchup or a mustard on it. We're plain. I don't like that. I want a chili cheese dog. Mm. Yep. A chili cheese dog. Put some sauce on it. Give me some cheese on top. And even maybe a jalapeno or two with some onions. Diced onions on top. Load that thing up. Mm. Are you a uh, Skyline Chili fan? No. No? Hate it. Gold Star. No, I, I don't. <laughs> no, I, I don't like either of them, honestly. I've had them both. And I'm not. I like Sonic. Sonic's give me a Sonic chili cheese dog with some onions on it. Hot dog. Have you had the uh, chili cheese tots from from Sonic? I have not, but there are people that get that at the company I work for, and I've seen them. Holy moly, they look good. Yeah. See, I I, I don't get around. There's not a Sonic around where you know where we're where I'm from, Chillicothe at least. There's I got to go to Circleville. Courthouse has one too. Okay, yeah, Courthouse has one too. I've, I've, it's been a while since I've been to a Sonic, and it's been a while since I've had a chili cheese dog. So that's got to be coming up for me. Anything else? I got a few here other than chili cheese. I got dog. one. It's a drink. Okay, I'm gonna go. I don't do this very often. A Bloody Mary at a tailgate at a 9 a.m. kegs and eggs party. That a Bloody Mary. Yep. That and, you know, your typical to get things going, to get you in the mood, cranberry and vodka. Cranberry and vodka. That's a great early morning get get started drink right there. Yeah. I mean, that's that brings up a great conversation, guys. Uncle Buck says Bloody Marys and cranberry and vodka. What else, drink-wise, do you want at your tailgate party? Well, anytime we're drinking and it's early in the morning, I like to wake up and uh, have a few mimosas with my breakfast, get things going. So, what? I mean, mimosa. What? I mean. So you got you know like a, a is that like a champagne, champagne and orange juice basically? Half, half OJ, half champagne. What about orange juice and vodka? I'm I'm personally I like mimosas more than orange juice and vodka. Okay, vodka that vodka taste too many bad experiences in college. It's a little too strong for me. A little too overwhelming. The mimosa. Just the right amount of sweetness. Okay. Corey K, you got any preference on the drinks? No, I'm not much of a morning fancy drinker. Just give me a Bud Light or Bush Light and I'm good. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just, just, I'm going over to the, you know what, give me an egg sandwich Yeah. and give me a keg beer. Yeah. That need. draft straight out of the keg, ice cold, frosty top. Yep. There's nothing wrong with a morning beer. Hold the foam. Hold the foam. I, see, I, we went to, I went to a wedding last night. And I've seen so many wasted beers because people don't know how to pour a draft beer. Yeah. The foam just filling up over the top. I'm like, come on, people. Just tilt it. Just give it a little tilt. 45-degree angle. Let, yep. it, let it drip right in there. Yep. 
too much head. Way too much head. Yeah, um, you can't have too much of that. What, what about um, co- like a coffee in Kahlua? I'm a coffee guy. Have you had, you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon? The PBR, the cold, the, I don't know what the, it's hard like coffees. A, hard yeah, coffees. it's like a hard coffee slash chocolate milk. And it's got some alcohol in it. Yeah. Oh, have our, you had one? Our, yeah. Our buddy, Big Red, oh. when we go down to the lake, he loves them. They're, they're expensive. They, they come are. in like a four pack. They're pricey. It's weird. You, like a four pack of that stuff costs you like 11 bucks. I know. It's expensive. But he has them. He brought packs on packs. That's all we drank in the morning. Yeah. He loves them. Big Red. Uh, former podcast guest, uh, our buddy Drew, he likes a, he likes a PBR hard coffee. With a splash of screwball peanut butter whiskey, oh my! And mix that in there, really, and then and then get to live in your life. If you haven't had the screwball peanut butter whiskey, I'm telling you, you guys gotta try. It. If you're a peanut butter, it's Uncle Buck. Have you ever had it? It's good. It is good. Yeah. And I I don't drink liquor you, a whole lot. Could you put that in your chili? Hey, <laughs> hey. When's, the, when's the next? When's the next tailgate? <laughs> When's the next chili cook off? Everyone's eyes got real big when he said that. We're like, oh my. We're going to have to put 21 plus on this chili. The professor over here. (laughs) Uh, A few other things I got on here. Loaded nachos. Who doesn't like some cheesy nachos with some meat, some jalapenos, some salsa on top? Loaded nachos. Mozzarella sticks. I had those, yep. Mozzarella sticks. Um, Taco dip. Get you a tortilla chip and dip it in some taco dip. Also, there's another dip. And it like sausage dip, and it's got like the white sauce, the, the ground, ground sausage, yeah, the, yeah. Ke- the queso, queso. yeah, sausage. And uh, I think every potato skins. I had tate. Yep, I was gonna mention that one. There's some tater skins. DG, you got anything else? Don't. I just the only one that hasn't been talked about yet is one I mentioned earlier with the um like the cocktail weenies and the and the crock pot Beanie cocktail weenies. weenies. Yep. yep, yep. It's a good pick. All right, guys, appreciate it. We're going to put this on Facebook so we can get a good vote on, see who the winner is. Before we move on to the questions of the week, we want to give a quick shout-out to our friends down there at the Old Canal Smokehouse. They're known for their unique craft beer selection, rare bourbons, to go along with their amazing food. You can dine in, order takeout, or even have them cater your next event. They just catered our buddy's wedding. Great food, great selection. Oh, yeah. Visit them in their newly renovated space at 94 East Water Street in downtown Chillicothe. Corey with a K. Give us the first question, brother. First question. What are some of your favorite snacks during your childhood? I mean, we can go on and on about this. I mean, this this fits perfect with this podcast because we're talking food here. Yep. If you had to narrow it to a, like three or four, what would they be? <sighs> Uncle Bucky got anything? I'm going to have to think about this one. I mean, the one off the top of my head that Granny Phil always used to make was a grilled cheese sandwich. For a snack? Yes. Okay. Man, we, I mean, we've talked about it before. The churchyard, we've come, we've come back from playing churchyard football and she would have a, what do you boys want? What do you want? Grilled cheese. That was the the go-to. Speaking of grilled cheese, do you guys like ketchup on it? Like a dip it in a little dab of ketchup. No, no, never tried it. I, but I'm a I'm a I'm a ketchup connoisseur, guys. So I, I mean, I put that thing. I, it's, it's like Frank's, Mike's, Mike's. <laughs> it's like Mike's. I put it on everything. I also, I remember back in high school when they, we had pizza for lunch. I used to dip my pizza in a little dab of ketchup with my French fries. 
I could definitely do pizza crust in some ketchup if there's no marinara. But uh, I remember the remember the question from a episode or two ago. Um, if you had to replace your deodorant with a condiment, I'm surprised you didn't say Frank's on that one too, because you put I, that shit on everything else. I just <laughs> I just figured it would burn. The yeah, hot oh, sauce yeah, it might right. burn. Yeah, it might burn my skin. That. I don't know. I'll, I'll go home tonight, run some tests. I'll get back to you. All right. So getting back to the question, favorite snacks. Uncle Buck says, Granny Phil's grilled cheese. What about you, DG? What you got? So uh, I'm just going to try to keep it. I got I got four that immediately come to mind. Say them. Dunkaroos. Number one. Dunkaroos. Dunkaroos. When we were young, I mean, those were so popular. I don't know why they don't, I don't think they make them anymore. <sighs> or they were getting ready to start making them again. I think again. they were getting ready to bring them back out, but I haven't seen them in stores. There is just, in case you don't know what they are, they, they came in these little plastic packages. You peeled the top off of them and it had like a little container and you had these little mini like graham cracker crackers in them. Shaped like a kangaroo. Yep, and then they also had the round ones you can make like Oreo sandwiches with them, yep. like many. But anyway, then they had like this little other compartment that had this icing, and dude, the icing made the Dunkaroos. It was like this vanilla. Well, they had vanilla and chocolate. Vanilla way better. Yeah, vanilla had like these little sprinkles, like confetti in yeah, them. Look like sparkles. This in little there. confetti frosting, and you just dip your crackers in there. I remember I used to eat all the crackers, not dip them at all. And then I would just sit there and eat that icing with my <laughs> finger just all at the same time. One by one. Yeah. <laughs> Till it was gone. <laughs> so Dunkaroos was one I really liked. So good, man. That was one of mine, too. Um, fruit by the foot. Yes. You unpeel you unpeel it all and you just eat it all at one time. Let me ask. Let me, I was getting ready to say that. How did you eat yeah. your fruit roll up? So I did it one of two ways. Most of the time, I peeled the whole thing yep. and just balled it up. Balled it up. Just like a big wad of tobacco. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Yep. Did you ever put it in the side of your cheek and just let it bake straight down? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I did that. Just like some red man. Either that or I'd peel it all at once and I'd put one end in my mouth. And just... And I'd just be sitting there watching Rugrats with a, a third of it on the kitchen floor and I would just like eat it one bite at a time until it was all gone. Man, See, this a, is going to resonate with everybody. See, that's what I used to do, but I would leave it on the wrapper. So his hands free, and my goal was to peel it off the wrapper without using your hands. So it's just practice for your mouth. Okay. Uh, yeah. Some tongue tongue gymnastics. Exactly. Anything else, DG? That's two. You said you had four. Um, the other ones are very similar to fruit by the foot. I like those fruity, chewy, like taffy kind of snacks. Like um, the other two, I was thinking of were gushers. I ate the I ate the crap out of some gushers. Gushers are up. so good. And hey. You remember when they came in the pack and they were stuck together? You wouldn't peel them apart. No. Are you? What are you? A psychopath? <laughs> yeah. Put that shit in your mouth. All of them. You get four or five stuck together. It was like, oh, here we go. The gusher gods want me to eat all these at once. And then the other one was, um, what was it? The uh, uh, fruit roll-ups. And yeah. they came on the clear plastic. Yep. And the, and like the thing that the thing that killed me about fruit roll-ups was. I don't know if you remember this, but you could peel them, and then there was like little perforations where you could like punch out like superheroes or like ca- cartoon characters, and you could like lay them out on the table and play or play around with them, and then you could eat the rest, and then you could eat the characters later. 
Who the hell ever did that? No one. Wasn't that uh, the same thing? You could make like a tattoo on your tongue? Yeah, they had those for a while. They had ones that turned your mouth like different colors for a while. But just like fruit by the foot, I just unpeel it, ball it up, eat it all at once. If you're any kind of a man. Corey with the K, anything? Uh, The only one that came to mind was just like Jolly Ranchers. Little small, little hard candies. Yeah. I mean, I still eat them today. I mean, they're good just at work if you're sitting at a desk or you're working on your machine like I did. Just throw a few Jolly Ranchers in. What's your favorite flavor? Watermelon. Me too. (laughs) DG, watermelon. He's shaking his head. Solid. I like like the grape too. I I liked any of the red ones. Cherry, strawberry, watermelon. Any of those were awesome. Okay, so... We got grilled cheese. DG hit on about everything I had on my quick list. Great explanation. Corey with the K's coming with the Jolly Ranchers. There's a few that we didn't mention that I'm going to bring up. How about, you know, you mentioned the Gushers that came in a little pack. How about some shark bites? Now, Refresh my jog my memory. It's it's it basically came in a little package. It's just gummies, just little gummies, and they're shaped like sharks, and there's all different colors. Oh I mean, yeah, shark bites is sh- what shark bites, and they were, it was just little gummies, like kind of like gummy bears, but they were shaped like sharks, and they had a distinct flavor. Like fruit snacks, yeah, basically fruit, fruit snacks. snacks that were shaped like sharks. They were shark bites. Was there a white one in there that everybody always wanted? It was a white one, and then I clearly remember like the off blue there was like an off blue color that i always liked yeah that was one of my favorites those whites you save those for the end yep shark bites and then also i got here on my list the tricks yogurt okay did you ever dabble in them at all it had two Two colors flavors yes it had two different flavors and what i would do i'd get my spoon and i'd mix it together i wouldn't go one side to the other like you said, are you a freaking psychopath? <laughs> yeah. Just get your spoon in there, mix it all up, and go to town. Yeah, yeah. Trix yogurt. And also, I mean, I, I like Trix cereal, too. Oh, yeah. No, that's a good one. I didn't, so I didn't get into the yogurty type snacks. What about Jell-O? How do you feel about Jell-O growing up? I mean, Jell-O, loved it. But I never, I never bought it in a, like my mom, when she made home, like she would just buy the little package and make it in a bowl. And we'd just put some foil over top of it and put it in the fridge. And then we would get a spoon out and put it in a bowl. And then I'd eat it that way. Not, I the, ne- not the individuals. I never bought the individuals. Because no. she just made it like that. I mean, it was cheaper to do. So you're not paying for, you know, the packaging and stuff. I mean, hell, you could go buy a little box of Jello for 50 cents back in the day. Yeah. I remember every now and then in elementary school, there'd be Jello on school lunches. And they give you like a little, it's like a little slab of it. A little on, cube. Yeah, a little cube. And I remember just... Just about everybody sipped that whole thing through a straw. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Nobody used a fork or a spoon the, on that the stuff. The little milk straws they used to get. The little milk us. straws. Just, Do you ever just put the jello in your mouth, swish it around? Yep. Turn I can, it and get it, all, get it all to liquid? Yep. yep. I could never I could never eat it growing up. Like I, I couldn't swallow it without gagging, so I was never a jello guy. I'm okay with it now, but back then, couldn't. So I've got shark bites coming off. Coming off the Jello talk, I've got Shark Bites, Trick Yogurt. What about a snack pack? Pudding. Yeah. Vanilla and chocolate pudding. Mm. I was more of a vanilla. I didn't really. I wasn't big into the chocolate pudding, and I really didn't like the split. This like this I, the tricks mix. Yeah. The mix. I didn't want chocolate, and I just want just give me a vanilla snack pack. I know our buddy Buddy used to eat some shit <laughs> out of the snack packs. 
In his lunchbox at the at the table at school, he was always having snack packs. If he came without a snack pack, you're, you're I mean, what's up? What's wrong? <laughs> that snack, those snack packs were a hot item on the um, the underground lunchroom trade circuit. Yep. One more be- before we go on to the next question. How about a Rice Krispie treat? Can't beat it. Can't beat it. The Rice Krispie treat. DG, you, you can you can soup those up too, man. You can um, if you're making a pan of them, throw some icing on top. Maybe yeah. some throw some sprinkles in there. Talk about homemade stuff. Did your parents, when you were little, ever make homemade Rice Krispie treats? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it was pretty simple to make too. I think yep. so. That helps a lot, but. You know, even today, you can just buy the individually wrapped ones. Yep. Great. Great. Thanks for the question, Jake. Moving on. Next question is from Josh. How much money would it take for you to catch an uppercut from Brock Lesnar? Josh! Josh! Josh, he's back. Thanks for the support. How much money would it take for you to catch an uppercut from Brock Lesnar? Well, if I'm just standing still... And he's coming at me with an uppercut, and he can get a full head of steam behind it. Then I'm just going to run down what I think is going to happen to your face. That's going to be a broken jaw. That could be a fracture, like a the front of your chin. That could be you could fracture that probably. You're going to definitely mess your your grill up. Like you're going to lose multiple teeth. You're probably going to chip some teeth. That's going to be a mess. I mean. You're gonna be messed up, man. Like you might have to have your jaw wired shut for a while. I mean, you're probably you might break a nose. You're gonna get a concussion. Concussion. That's gonna be a concussion. Maybe a your neck. I mean, the way it your can head- snap your neck yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I I don't think you could pay me enough to do it. To really? Be, to be quite honest with you. Really? Because I think you're not gonna be fully recovered from that for a, at least a year. Is what I'm saying. You're probably gonna be drinking through it. Your food through a straw. For the majority of the next year, if I had to guess. You couldn't put a number on it. And who's to say you're not on life support for the rest of your life? Yeah, man. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, it's a risk. (laughs) It's a risk. I mean, mean, shit, we're talking about a UFC heavyweight champion. We're talking about, like, 12-time WWE champion Brock Lesnar. I mean, this guy's jacked. You... The tattoo on his back and the tattoo on his chest is enough for me to say this guy is no one to fuck with. It's a freaking, the one on his chest and his belly is like a freaking sword. It's with, a sword. With a handle that's brass knuckles. Yeah. That's, <laughs> straight, straight up his sternum. <laughs> I mean, this guy is a badass. He don't mess around. Dude, it's going to take, I'm not even going to give it a, a second thought until you start coming at me with some numbers that are just like generation changing money we're talking like multiple tens and hundreds of millions of dollars before i even think about it that's what i'm saying so what how much well answer the question how much i mean if you said you give me 10 million dollars to take one of those i start thinking about it i probably wouldn't know it'd probably need to be higher 10 million higher than 10 million yeah for me Uncle Buck, you're shaking your head, so it's got to uh, be. I mean, I've asked this question a hundred times. And yours with, is always Mike Tyson. Though. Mike Tyson. So you and Josh got something going on. He's thinking just like you are. Mike Tyson, I'm. Yeah, huh, uh, it's got to be like $150 million before I step in the ring with a guy alone, let alone let his knuckles drag the floor and uppercut the hell out of me. 
uh, it's, there's no there's no price. Really, I'm not. You're, doing you're not doing it at all. It don't matter. Nope. That could be a life ender for real. Like it could, <laughs> dude. I'm just sitting here thinking in my head. I'm I'm just running through this scenario. And, and plus, I'm a buck forty two. Like he's sending me out of the arena. <laughs> I was getting ready to say that. I was getting ready to say. Let's just imagine my little skinny ass. I weigh 165 pounds. What? <laughs> What is Brock Lesnar going to He might take my head off. Going I to, might be decapitated. You're going to have to come have some of your buddies get you from out of the ceiling. <laughs> and then you landing. I mean, that could be back trouble. You could break <laughs> your back just landing. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you what. I'm going to shock you all right now. I'm doing it for like 500K. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit on that too. Dude. When it came to it. Brock Lesnar walks through that door right now <laughs> with his shirt off what is, and slaps five hundred grand on the table and says, "Stand, stand up." up. <laughs> we're we're all pissing our pants the moment, like the minute he walks through there, I'm pissing my pants. And I know he going, walks he walks through the sip and serve Kirkley got hung up here, and I'm passing out before he even hits me. <laughs> He's not even going to be able to throw a fucking punch. I'm passing out on the floor. Yeah, no money. Forget it. Great question, Josh. Moving on. Next question's from Marty. Should women be head coaches of men's sport? Would you listen to a woman if she was your head coach? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, well, I forget her name. I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. But she's the assistant coach San for Francis? Spurs. San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Ham, Ham, Hammond's her last name. Yeah. I think, is it Becky? Becky Hammond. Becky Hammond. Okay. Is it Hammond I, I, or Harmon? I'm pretty sure. I think it's Hammond. Hammond. Sure it's Hammond. And I'm not sure if her name's Becky or not. I think that that's sounds, right. That sounds right. Yeah. So let's just, yeah, even if it's not, I'm sorry. Becky. Becky Hammond. She is a great coach. I heard, I heard the, uh, were the Cavs after maybe? I heard some, might not have been the Cavs. Don't fact check me. But some NBA team, but actually it was the Pacers. That's who it was. Indiana Pacers interviewed her for a head coaching job. I mean, women... I don't care if you're male or female. If you know what you're talking about, people are going to listen. I mean, they want to learn from you. Absolutely, Marty. I'm going to listen to, you know. Now, there there could be a few players on the team that might, you know, oh, you know, she's a girl. I'm not listening to See, her. See, that's, that's where I'm going to get into it is I guess it's the level of sports we're talking. A peewee kid, kid in high school, probably is going to listen to whatever, whoever says anything. But you got guys out there making millions, millions. of dollars, and they're feeling like they're not so superior. Is Victor Oladipo going to listen to Beck, or Becky Hammond on the Pacers? If they're winning, yeah. Yeah. But what if, what if, it's, what if it's it just not starts slow? Long. Yeah, what if it starts slow and she loses the team? I mean, it's risky. I mean, the NBA, I mean, you, you like Uncle Buck said, these guys are making millions upon millions of dollars. Are they going to, are the All-Stars going to listen to a female coach? Because I'm like, oh, yeah, you look at me, you know. Yeah, I, I hear what, what you're saying. And, like, for me personally, if I'm with you, man, if, if, a, if a female knows what she's talking about and has, and, you know, has put the years in, like Becky's been on pop staff pop. for he's, how many he's years? One of the greatest coaches of all time. Right. And that's your mentor. I mean, that's an instant resume builder right there. He's on the Mount Rushmore of NBA coaches. When he is one of your references for what you know and how well you can coach. I mean, that gives you instant credibility right there. But like to answer your question about will the elite players respect a female coach? I mean, 
I feel like that's something that any coach has to deal with, male or female, you know. Um, if you're, you know, Steve Nash in Brooklyn, are they going to respect him? Oh, they already don't. <laughs> Did you hear what Kyrie they, came out they and said? said? They don't even. You know, Kyrie said we don't need a coach. The head coach. Yeah. Kyrie and KD can handle well, it. And that's, that doesn't surprise that's me Steve Nash. from him. But Steve Nash is one of the, I mean, he might be on the Mount Rushmore. I doubt it. He's he's top 10 point guard of all time. He's a, yeah. he's a one or two time NBA MVP. Two. Stolen from Kobe. Don't yeah. let's not get into that. I know you feel strongly about that, but the, yeah. Another angle too, the antagonist part would be a sport that they didn't play. Like it would be hard for a female coach, I feel like in football. I think it would be harder for a female coach in a sport like football than basketball. Exactly, because at least maybe that person had played previous years. Right. Who knows, could have played in the WNBA. But football-wise, ah, you know, never played it. But if they know what's going on. There's so many. Give them a shot. I don't yeah. see anything wrong. Yeah, with that. There's I think so there's many. one in San Francisco that she's actually. There's, there's actually two. Like uh, last week was the first time ever there in the Browns and the Washington football team. Uh, they played last week. Both the Browns and the Washington football team had a paid woman coach on their staff, and then one of the refs was also a female. So it was it's the first time in NFL so history. So is football the more prevalent one then in the male sports? Oh, yeah, yeah. I would say. Okay. Well, that's just, I just find it odd because you typically don't see female. They yeah. might try to attempt to play. I haven't seen any females in baseball. I think there's been one female ever get like a college scholarship to play somewhere. And then that's it. I've never seen you know a female in MLB baseball, and the only the only woman that I know that is on a coaching staff in the NBA is Hampton from the Spurs. Yeah, I was just putting myself in the place of a player. Like if I was a high school or college basketball player, and you told me that you know my next head coach was going to be Diana Taurasi, or Sue Bird, or Rebecca Lobo. Or Cheryl Swoops. I'm all over it. <laughs> Hell yeah. Candace Parker. These people are legends. You know what I'm saying? Like, of, you know they know what they're talking about because of the teams they played on and all their personal accomplishments. So, I think it's just like a credibility thing. And, uh, like, if they're qualified, hell yeah. Great. Great question. Great question, Marty. Keep them coming. Moving on. Corey with a K. Cue it. Sipping squad on your feet. It's time for the question of the week. Brought to you by the Old Canal Smokehouse. Standing tall at the top once again. He's back. Goes by the name of Jordan. You can create one fictional item. This can be from a movie, a show, a cartoon, a book, anything. What are you creating and why? I'm I'm gonna start this off. The first thing when I I mean such a good question. I mean there's so many movies, there's so many cartoons with all these items out there. If you want to make it real, take one item. What are you picking? First thing that comes to my mind. I was a little kid and I watched the movie Like Mike with Little Bow Wow. 
Like Mike was such a good movie. If you've never seen it, shame on you. I mean, when I was little, it was one of my favorite movies. So Little Bow Wow, he's just a little kid. He's in a foster care system. And someone throws some sneakers up on a electric wire. And they're Jordan 1s, the North Carolina College with the, um, yeah, what are the, Columbia Blue. Columbia yep. Blue Stripe, or Nike Swoosh, Jordan 1s. And Calvin, that's his name. It's Calvin. I forget his last name. I'm not sure, but Calvin. I want to say Calvin Scott. I don't know. Uh, maybe. Yeah. Keep going. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Calvin, he gets these sneakers and they, he gets them off the wire and he puts them on and they've got magic powers. So he makes it onto like an NBA team. He goes and tries out. He makes it on the team, whatever. And man, this, this kid's like three foot five, four foot tall and he's just dunking. I mean, he's shooting the ball from half court. It's going in. He's got the power of Michael Jordan, basically. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm creating some powerful sneakers. And I'm going to be the best basketball player on the planet. I'm making powerful sneakers. That's my pick. Awesome. I think I don't think you need the sneakers, though. What do you mean? I think you're already, you know, you're it. You're my favorite basketball player ever, Clay. Shut up. What you got? Uh, well, I mean, this could get a sticky situation. Everybody's seen Back to the Future. Okay. I'm making the DeLorean, but as a scooter. <laughs> as a scooter. Yep. We talked about in the Uncle Buck memories, he used to ride around on a go-ped. He had the badass toy in the town of Frankfurt when we were younger. So you're making a DeLorean into a scooter. Into a scooter. I mean... You could find a scooter or build a scooter that's big enough to fit the flux capacitor on the back. That's not a problem. I think engineering-wise, it's possible. Oh, for sure. (laughs) But it wasn't in the movie, wasn't there like a certain speed he had to get up to? Like 88. Yeah. So you're just going to have to soup that thing up. Get me downhill. I just just need Barry's Hill, baby. Let me ask you this. Why why not just build a, a car? Why why a scooter? I was I was just going away from the DeLorean. Okay, so you're just gonna make it. This your is own. just yeah. Okay, you just want something that time travels. Why don't you just combine them both in the same movie and just do a hoverboard that that time travels? I don't That's trust my balance that well. Because those are the two things that I thought <laughs> of when I read this. Balance was those two things from Back to the Future. I thought that was pretty easy. What about you, DG? Well, my my uh my first answer was going to be. The flux capacitor to, to make time travel possible, the 1.21 gigawatts. But uh, <laughs> instead, I'm going to go. Um, have you ever seen Elysium? You ever seen that movie? No. Matt Damon's in it. It's like set in the future. The, Where he's wearing the exosuit and the yeah. exoskeleton. So basically, the plot, the basic plot line is anybody that's still left living on Earth are poor. They're all poor people. They're living in poverty. There's a whole bunch of disease, a whole bunch of just. It's like post-apocalypse, but there's this huge satellite that's in orbit around the Earth, and you can see it from being on Earth, and you can only go up there and live if you're rich, like if you're one of the upper-class people, So because you have to pay to get in. So Matt Damon's one of the poor guys. He's stuck on Earth. But anyway, when you go up to, the, to Elysium, the satellite where all rich people live, they have this machine where if you have any kind of disease or sickness, especially cancer, they, they'll they lay you down in like this like tanning bed thing 
and they hit this button and this scanner goes over top of your body and there's like this voice that's like Siri and she just says, yeah, cancer detected at 17%. And then like you hit another button and it just like zaps it like, a, like a microwave. Yeah. But you can only, you, you only have access to it if you're rich. So that's like the whole plot line of the movie. Uh, Matt Damon's trying to get somebody up to Elysium because they got cancer and they're, he's trying to you know get them fixed or whatever. But that would be awesome to have a machine like that. I mean, think about all the people you ever Save. known. Yeah, it just would completely change the world. Yep, great pick. That's going to do it for us. That's the end of our show. Hope y'all enjoyed listening. Don't forget to follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Twitter. And Instagram at Sip and Serve Pod. Like us on Facebook. Our email is Sip and Serve Pod at gmail.com. Send in those questions. We'll keep them coming. Don't forget to call us on our Sip and Serve hotline and leave us a question or story to be heard on the show. Our number is 740-720-3537. Uncle Buck has donated a prize. This is a basket. It's got Two, I believe, 16-ounce Coca-Colas, a fifth of Jack Daniels, and about five koozies, Budweiser koozies. So we've got a basket wrapped in plastic, two cans of Coke, a fifth of Jack Daniels, and four or five Budweiser koozies. We're going to think of something. I say you do the uh, best Halloween costume. We talked about this last night, and I think we are going to go with it. I might post it this week on Facebook and Instagram. The best Halloween costume ever. I don't care if it's from 1999. I don't care if it's 2018. I want to see the pictures. Send them to me on Facebook or Instagram, and let me know your best Halloween costume. And when Halloween comes around... October 31st, we're going to give away this prize for the best Halloween costume. Send in your pictures. We want to see them all. Thanks to Uncle Buck for donating the prize. We're going to do something for you guys. Hey, Uncle Buck, appreciate you being here. Come back every week. Uh, I love you guys. Look around this table and it's just good-looking people. Love every single one of you. I just want to give a shout-out to the newlyweds. Congratulations. Wedding was amazing, beautiful people. Love it. Yep. It's a good time. But uh just wanna also say a quick congratulations to Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals for getting their first W of the season. Who day? Many more to come. Let's keep that offensive line strong. Stop the run. Bengals win. I'm DG, I'm just along for the ride. Joe Burrow's tough. I'm just gonna say it. The kid's here to stay. He is tough. I'm Rolski. Stay hot. Stay safe, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Sip and Serve podcast. Nixon played well today. It's about time. Hey, you want to trade him? (laughs) Three touchdowns today? Three. I'll give you Stefan Diggs. I would do that in a heartbeat.